Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two films up for review this week, Those Who Wish Me Dead, which is the new Angelina Jolie film, and Riders of Justice, which is a Danish film starring Mads Mikkelsen. Also a quick spotlight on a new HBO Max show, and without further ado, here's We're Watching What? First up is a film called Those Who Wish Me Dead. It stars Angelina Jolie, John Bernthal, Aidan Gillen, Nicholas Holt, Tyler Perry's in it for all of two seconds, and it's written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan is the screenwriter of Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, which I talked about just recently, and you can listen to that review if you want to know how I feel about him. I, I this movie is mind-boggling to me because <laughs> I, you know, apparently it's adapted from something, but I just, I can't, the premise is Angelina Jolie plays a lady firefighter who's a smoke jumper, which, fine, totally on board with that. She is in, I believe, rural Montana or something along those lines, so they deal with the forestry service and, like, forest fires, not urban firefighters, and John Bernthal is playing the, the cop in the town and is apparently her ex and... And then somehow in a very complicated twist of fate, a young boy who's being pursued by assassins gets involved. And it's just the amount of coincidences, and I'm going to talk about coincidences in the next film I review this week, but the amount of coincidences and just lack of logic for why any of this would come together is, it's it's mind-boggling. I, I feel like somebody spun a wheel and was like, okay, we're going to have firefighters and assassins in Montana. Uh, that's that's really how it felt. There, This is not a fair criticism for her, but I just really struggle with seeing Angelina Jolie because she's just, ugh, she is so gorgeous. I, I struggle with seeing her in a role that requires you to be like dirty and in the woods all the time. And she just looks very clean. You know, I, the, I think their attempt at making her look more woody and earthy was they gave her bangs, but she just looks so clean in the film. And this is a very specific criticism, not a spoiler, but at one point she's like, not, it's not in a sexual way, but she just like changes shirts and you see her bra. And it's just this like Victoria's Secret, super flowery, like lacy bra. And I'm just thinking to myself, one, this film is definitely written by men and directed by men because just from a, you know, logical, and not that lady firefighters in the forest shouldn't be allowed to feel sexy and wear whatever bra they want, but just from a utility standpoint, that bra does not seem very convenient. In fact, that bra only existed in that moment, so, you know, there was a little bit of sexualization of, like, ooh, we're gonna show Angelina Jolie changing shirts, even though that may not have been the intention in the moment of it. Like, I, I can tell you that whoever decided on that moment was like, ooh, sexy. Yeah, so she's a fine actress, right? I think she's given some great performances. She's fine in this. I just don't it doesn't need to be her, I think, is what it comes down to. Everyone else is, again, I actually don't think it needs to be any of these people. Like, John Bernthal is the one who makes maybe the most sense as a rural woods sheriff. Aidan Gillen and Nicholas Holt, I'm like, you're Irish and British, what are you doing here? Like, this is such a bit part for you. I don't, I don't understand. Tyler Perry, also, just, what? I, oh, God, okay. Yep, it's not, it's not. If you are considering seeing this in theaters, just skip it. If you are considering watching this on HBO Max because you are bored and completely out of things to watch, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a fine background watch. I just also, I just felt like it was a bunch of, the like motivations don't make sense. It felt all coincidental or, or like too conveniently done. I just, I was, I, this is a tiny, tiny, tiny spoiler, but 
that so the boy there's a boy involved as I mentioned and Angelina Jolie keeps calling him buddy and he's like oh that's what my dad calls me it's like well that's not that original plenty of dads call their kids buddy like that's what what are you acting like like it's a oh she's like they have a connection because she probably didn't bother to learn his name and so just keeps calling him buddy I just that's like it's lazy it's lazy is that that's what it comes down to so I I Again, maybe a background watch on HBO Max, but please don't go see this in theaters, for the love of God. I'm going to give this 2.2 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then my other film this week is called Riders of Justice, and it's a Danish film, and it stars Mads Mikkelsen, which is probably why you're like, okay, I'm willing to consider reading subtitles. And (laughs) if you want to talk about films that just have bizarro coincidences, I this movie made me wish... I spoke Danish because I can't tell if parts of it were meant to be a comedy or if I was just interpreting it as a comedy because I'm reading the subtitles. But I do actually think part of it was meant to be a comedy. And I I will explicitly say, so I was talking to a friend during it, which is not great movie watching practices. I'm sorry, but uh, via text, I'm not talking, but I, I was watching a screener of this and I just kept saying like, I don't understand what's happening. This is totally ridiculous. But I kind of got sucked into it just because it was, I don't know, it is so ridiculous. And in the same way that those who wish me dead is full of coincidences, this is all about that. And I was saying to my friend, you know what? I think if they were to try and remake this film in English or if they tried to make this in English, I feel like they would have cast like Nicolas Cage as Mads Mikkelsen because it's just, it's so out there that I feel like that's the way that the like an English or an American audience would interpret this film. So the premise is... Mads Mikkelsen plays a soldier and he has to come home because his wife and daughter are in a train accident. And then we follow these other people who are like tangentially related. Uh, One of the guys who is also in the same train accident is a professor, a programmer, a something. And he determines or decides that this train, it wasn't actually an accident. It was an intentional hit job. I I think this is all in the trailers, but it was an intentional hit job on someone on the train. And so he then convinces a group of his friends who are just a, this is where I was like, is this a comedy? Because the way the friends all interact with each other, they're all very socially awkward. I think they're very intentionally meant to be played that way. You know, they're kind of like super ner- They all, everyone in this film is dealing with trauma. I felt like this film is maybe an advertisement for therapy. I hope people, you know, pro-therapy, pro-mental health care, absolutely embrace therapy. This is a tangent going back to those who wish me dead. I felt like that film was an ad for isopropyl alcohol and like rubbing alcohol because there was so much of it in this film. This film, Writers of Justice, feels like an ad for therapy. Anyway, it's about the convergence of all these characters and their lives and how they come together. And then it just gets really absurd because then it becomes like a revenge film because the again the the, I'll call them the nerds there's because they make them out to be nerds the nerds tell Mads Mikkelsen this is actually related to it's to get rid of this one guy who was on the train and they're related to a crime case and like a bunch of you know a gang of people and it just like tonally it felt all over the place but I couldn't actually tell if it was because of the language thing but again totally got sucked in by the end the first 10 minutes were a little like what is happening here and then I was just like I think I'm in I, this is a, this is an odd one to recommend. And I'm going to, I'm going to fully say by the end of it, I still had plenty of questions. So it really vacillates back and forth between this sort of action-y thriller with Mads Mikkelsen and then this like weird nerdy kind of buddy almost comedy between the academics. Academics is probably a nicer way to refer to them. Between the academics and then Mads and yeah, I just, it's a wild one. It's a gamble. If this, any of this sounded appealing to you, 
I would say watch the film. Like, I, I'm going to go ahead and say do that. If all of this sounds very off-putting to you, yeah, maybe it's not for you. It's also, there's a lot of violence. There's a whole lot of violence in this film. So, yes, uh, it's an odd one. I think because I had no expectations on it, that was helpful. I secretly hope that maybe they do try and make this with, like, a Nick Cage, but I don't think they do it justice. Again, I don't speak Danish, but the performances of the academic characters, I was like, yeah, I, I kind of like, I feel like I know people like this. I know I know people like this. I don't know people like Matt Mickelson's character in this because he is more out of the sort of action genre hero, really good killer mold. But the other three, I'm like, yeah, they were from the, the nerdy academic portrayal mode. Anyway, I am actually going to give this film four out of five just because it, it sucked me in and I thought I was really going to struggle with it. But by the time it was over, I, again, still have questions. Not a perfect film, but found myself entertained. And that's not something that happens as much these days. So four out of five for Writers of Justice. And then very quickly, I want to draw folks' attention to a show called Hacks. It's on HBO Max. It stars Jean Smart, who is in, you probably most recently saw her in Watchmen. She plays a character called Deborah Vance. She plays a stand-up comic who has a Vegas residency, and her show's getting a little old, and so there's a suggestion of bringing in a new writer to help her out. The writer's played by Hannah Einbrinder. She plays a, a writer, comic, whatever, who uh, had tweeted something that got her in trouble, which I think is a very relevant storyline to the last few years and nobody will hire her. It's not like the worst thing that she tweeted, but it has to do with, I think, accountability and cancel culture. And there's a difference between the two. And yeah, so they, the two of them team up. It's on HBO Max. The first two episodes are now available. I really enjoyed it. I think it's run really fun to see this type of thing through a female comedian perspective. And two, it's just really full of a bunch of sharp, acidic humor. It's a little uneven sometimes, but when they get going, if I think especially if you're a fan of comedy and like the culture of comedy, this show will absolutely be for you. If you're more on the fringe of it, I do think some of the jokes about like Vegas and Vegas culture will be applicable just because I think you'll understand them from other pop culture references. But yep, Hacks, it's on HBO Max. Thoroughly enjoying it. Check it out. That has been it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.